Perigimel Mishnah Yud. Many of the cases of this parak involve two brothers married to two sisters. The final mission of the chapter presents another such case, which is not related otherwise to Yibum. That is, the Mishnah states, Shnayim Shekichu Shtei Nashim. So we start with the case of two men who performed Kiddushim with two women. And this initial scenario does not involve a man who are brothers or where the wives are sisters. The men and the women are not related to each other. Just once upon a time, two men performed Kiddushin. They gave, let's say, a ring to a woman and made her Mekudeshes to him. And of course, upon that Kiddushin, each woman becomes Ashes Ish to any other man in the world. She is strictly forbidden. It's fully adultery if another man would have a relationship with her. But uh, these men themselves didn't yet consummate the marriage. And a terrible mistake occurred. That somehow, when it came time to consummate the marriage, the women got swapped so that uh, man number one was with wife number two and man number two was with wife number one. So, of course, the Allah is each of these men transgressed the grave sin of adultery, they each were with a married woman. Now, it was inadvertent, so they're not put to death, but they each will be liable to bring a carbon chatas, inadvertently transgressing the capital offense of adultery. The mission then says we can modify the case to pile on more prohibitions. That is, if these men happen to be brothers, then they each would have to bring another karmachadis, Mishum Eshazach, on account of violating the additional prohibition that would apply that each man was not just with a woman who was a married woman, married to a different man, but also married to his brother. The prohibition of Eshazach. Vim Hayuachios. And if we further modify the case to a situation where the women are sisters, then that would tack on additional chadis for each of these men, Mishum Isha Elachosa. Each then would have violated an additional erva prohibition of you shall not be with the sister of your wife. And if we add another detail that both these women at the time of the illicit relationships were nidos, they were going through menstruation, then each would have to bring a fourth korban chates, mishum nida, account of violating, fourth prohibition not to be intimate with a woman while she is a nida. Now, there's a general rule that says, Ain iser chal al iser. Once something is already prohibited for some reason, even if a new reason for a second prohibition comes up, second prohibition doesn't actually go into effect on the either item, or in this case, person. The Gemara goes through why, regarding the various additional prohibitions here, we make an exception to that rule. We have a backdoor called iser kolel, a backdoor called iser mosif, where essentially... We have an exception to the rule that says that if the new prohibition that wants to go into effect is in some way more inclusive, more extensive than the previous prohibition, well, then we say that since the prohibition in any case is coming into the world as regards that your additional dimension, that, you know, for example, if it's one's wife's sister, it's not just the one sister, but all of his wife's sisters. So since the prohibition goes into effect as regards... There's additional sisters, it goes into effect even on this woman who was already forbidden to him based on the fact that she is a married woman. And similarly, when it comes to the prohibition of Nida, since Nida doesn't apply just to this man, but to all men in the world, 
So it went into effect regarding those other men. It also goes into effect even regarding this man who was forbidden to her for other previous reasons. The Mishnah adds another halacha that applies in this case, and that is that before the women can return to their actual husbands, they have to wait for three months. For Maybe they got pregnant from the mistaken relationship. And so that's something we want to know, because if that happened, the child would be a mamzer, can't marry a regular person of the congregation. So we have to wait three months. And only at that point, if there's no signs of pregnancy, it's clear she didn't become impregnated, then that we won't have confusion down the line. You know, if later she has a child, it'll be clear it's from her actual husband, and it's not a mamzer. Although the Misha says, If the girls in the case are too young to become pregnant, then that this wouldn't be an issue, and they could immediately return to their actual husbands. The mission notes another halacha, that If the women in question were daughters of Kohanim, the event that occurred here would make them forever disqualified from partaking of truma. I mean, the halacha normally is that if a Bas Kohen marries a non-Kohen, and that marriage ends, and there's no children from that marriage, she can go back to her father's house and have truma again. The Mishnah says, not in this case, because an act of adultery occurred. Now, it's true, it was inadvertent, but as far as the kun is concerned, there's basically no distinction between a deliberate or inadvertent act of adultery Regardless, it makes the woman disqualified from the kahuna. So if either of these women are daughters of a Kohen, they will not be able to ever again have truma, nor will they be permitted to marry a Kohen.